1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are
1: listening to your Tableau podcast. Podcast. You are listening to your podcast. Right, That's to your. You are listening <laughs> to the Tableau podcast. <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome back to the Tableau podcast. Are you like enjoying? The podcast because if you're not like what's the f- point, might as well just quit. So I, I'm I'm saying that if you guys aren't listening, or if you if you don't need this, let me know. Cause I'm a quit. <laughs> 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 All right, what a great way to start the podcast. <laughs> so today, uh our uh producer Diane here was like Yo, let's talk about some things that I saw on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I feel like that really is the majority of my conversation Yeah, sometimes.
1: she's like, hey, did you see that thing on Twitter? Twitter. Uh, she actually, like, a while back, she asked me to do the whole, like, hashtag me at 20.
0: Oh, thing. yeah. Remember,
1: Diane? You were yeah. like, you should do the me at 20 thing. Because that's what Diane's, like, job is. She, like, lets me know. Like, she tells me, like, what trends to jump on. She said it
0: much nicer than I did.
1: Yeah, she's, she's like, you should do the me at 20 thing. And unfortunately, I was somewhere where I couldn't get the me at 20 pictures. And I have them now, but it's like too late. I can't just post it now and be like me at 20. And they're like, dude, that was like 20 years ago. That, whole, that hashtag thing is over. It's not trending anymore, Tableau.
0: And it was 20 years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. And I do have some pictures from like when I was 20. I I actually found a bunch of pictures um at my house. Obviously.
0: <laughs> not just outside on the corner Yeah, I didn't laid fi- discarded by someone on a rush. I didn't
1: find it like in the ground somewhere like okay, but
0: What was the weirdest thing you've ever found just like out on the street? Well, money. Oh, that's not weird. Weird. That's
1: awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, the weirdest thing. Yeah. Well, I I actually don't want to say it because it was also the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, pretty pretty messed up.
0: For me, I was walking to a friend's apartment to the East Village at one a.m. with another friend, mm-hmm. and uh, blocking the entire sidewalk mm-hmm. was a mountain of abandoned VHS tapes that weren't marked.
1: That's pretty cool. So
0: we took one. Did you play it? We, we had to figure out… So no, you know… At this point, no one really owned a VHS tape. Just willy-nilly.
1: I like the beginning of this movie. Anyways.
0: What? <laughs> oh. Okay. Yes. So Mining
1: for ideas here. Oh, okay. So so you took the videotape.
0: So we took it and we're like… We'll figure it out. We're filming TV kids. Like someone will have a VHS tapes. Yeah. Or a player. And so we kept it and it was kind of like a joke, like, oh man, like, we hope, we hope it's not like a movie. We hope it's like a home video. Cause even though it's kind of very voyeuristic and creepy, but that's. You do? You actually
1: hope that it was a home video, wouldn't that? Because like, it's. What like- if it was some, it was like something weird?
0: Well, that, yeah. Okay. We're like, man, are we gonna like stumble upon like a crime to solve? So
1: did you play it?
0: So we, uh, NYU has a VHS because they have a screening room because the hipsters well we have I'm kidding, we I'm have, kidding, I'm kidding we have an a not updated screening room like yeah. that's as big as this room that we're recording in okay and they had it so we literally spent like we had to like reserve us time slot and we all like gathered a bunch of friends and you played it yeah and I don't remember what what was playing. I just remembered going what? in. I remember going into the room. What
1: is the? I have
0: to text my friend Jean how and ca- ask. How
1: can can you end a story like this, do Diane?
0: You, do you remember? <laughs> what was
1: Diane, it? are you kidding me? <laughs> Say, you told me the whole story, but you forgot what was on what you saw.
0: <clears throat> it must have not been that impressive. Because well, here's what I'm do. i do. not remember.
1: Here's what I'm gonna do. I just
0: asked my friend to remind. I'm me.
1: gonna make up what happened. Okay. What you saw. Okay. So you played it. And this guy is dressed up as like the Easter Bunny. Okay, it's no. A, it's a home video. Yeah. And you're like, what the… And you and your friends are like, you know, you guys are like, this is going some places that I'm not ready to go. Right? And um, the guy is dressed up as an Easter Bunny. Uh, And then a, a crime happens. A horrible crime happens. And this is all shot on uh, VHS. And… And this is what, how our movie starts. But since I came up with the Easter Bunny thing, it's my story now.
0: Wait, <laughs> ma'am.
1: <laughs> just letting you know, it's mine. At least half of it.
0: Yeah, it was. Just, <clears throat> it was literally just there. Did you text your friend? Yeah, I texted my friend. She lives in uh, Moscow, so hopefully the time difference isn't crazy. Yo, I think. Oh, it's five a.m. She's definitely dude, asleep. Dude,
1: that was that was that was a that was a pretty big flex
0: what
1: my friend like lives in moscow but she's
0: <laughs> russian Jean i mean that's
1: i mean that's obvious but yeah. you're like you know, we're in seoul and you're like texting your friend but you're like casually just saying like nonchalantly like that she, she was- lives in moscow so it's gonna she might not be up yet but it it's, it was very like
0: <laughs> I was that a flex about me it was you very have new york mike
1: flexy <laughs> i mean new york mike yeah I mean New I mean York, me and
0: her met in New York.
1: Every part of the name, New York and Mike, <laughs> is very like, you know, there's like cool. a billion of those.
0: He sounds like a pizza parlor.
1: A bunch of people have a friend in New York named Mike. Okay, but a friend named what, what was her name?
0: Zhanna Kugatova.
1: <laughs> can you can you stop
0: <laughs> her name? She's Russian. Janna.
1: Am I okay? So I have a Google friend. I had a it. high school friend named Daniel Shirani, who <laughs> oh, is from cool. Hungary. Oh, that's cool. There you go.
0: Yeah, I had a lot. Of, I know a lot of Eastern European people because of.
1: Well, so do I.
0: Yeah, neighborhood I was used to live in in high school.
1: All right, <laughs> are we are we done with the flexing now? okay what did you like what was something that you wanted to talk about that you saw on twitter
0: well i so this is the thing i always see. i always see people trending like their personal top lists for whatever it may be and i always usually pretty strongly disagree with a lot of people Uh but i never participate because i think it's like no one actually asks
1: you just like the look yeah okay
0: um, so the hashtag for this instance is five perfect movies, as in no flaws. It is the perfect movie, and so people are listing right now um, what here's they a, think are perfect well, movies.
1: Here's what I'll say, like off the bat: There's no such thing as a perfect movie because the imperfections are sometimes what make the film perfect or seem perfect. -hmm. It's the imperfections that are important, because for you to have a perfect film, it would have to be a perfect represent or near perfect representation of reality, right? Or surreality. Mm -hmm. But it would have to seem real enough for you to, um, you know, most great movies seem very real, and it's and to do that, it has to be imperfect. By nature, because reality and human beings and life itself is actually made up of a bunch of imperfections. That's 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 the human condition. And any great film must uh, encapsulate the human condition. Hence, it must be an imperfect film for it to be perfect. Done. Mic drop. I'm out of here. I quit. <laughs> Wait. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm done.
1: I've accomplished everything.
0: <laughs> Wait, is this how you've resigned from every job you've ever had? <laughs> Pretty much. You just talk about mo- what makes a perfect movie and Pretty then you're much. like, and that's why I'm no longer working at Starbucks.
1: Okay, since I I said that and um let's get that out of the way. Okay, mm-hmm. I sounded knowledgeable enough. Let's get that out of the way Yeah, and let's try to name five perfect movies.
0: Okay, let's do our list or your list. Don't tell before. me their list yet. Okay, got it.
1: I'll say something. Let's do Family Feud kind of style. I'll say something, and if it's on that list, let me know.
0: Well, I mean, it's multiple people. But Parasite. Yeah, that's on someone's list, of course. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Wait.
1: <laughs> um, what films do you think are? Per- I thought Get Out was perfect.
0: Yeah, Get Out is pretty perfect.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really well done. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Okay. I thought the script script was perfect the because script? the script. I thought the script Is Jana here? <laughs> was perfect.
0: parfait. Parfait? It's parfait. Yes, I thought the script with, was with parfait. Syrup middle.
1: <laughs> um I really like that script because uh I actually read the script before the film came out. It was uploaded online somewhere. And I I was I was mesmerized by um how they how every scene in the film is a very well-crafted scene, first of all. And um, you know, it was done like a play. You know, no scene was really wasted. Like actually there were some scenes that were unnecessary, honestly. But uh minus those, <laughs> it was a perfect film.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, what else? Godfather two, obviously.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are naming the Godfather. Happy Godfather Gilmore. II. Um. Um. I'm seeing a lot of uh, Shawshank Redemption.
1: Shawshank Redemption. All right.
0: Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, Shawshank Redemption was great, except. Uh I'm just shocked by how many people like actually thought Shawshank Redemption was based on a true story.
0: Oh. Yeah, what what gave that impression? Did someone just say it and then everyone believed? Yeah, I it? think
1: someone just said it at like in some theater. Like <laughs>
0: in the middle of the movie? No, as soon as like <laughs> This the, is
1: based on real life. <laughs> like as soon as the movie's like starting, right? <laughs> somebody just blurted out like, This is based on a true story. <laughs> And people are like, this is based on a true True story. story. (laughs) It was written by Stephen King. Mm. I think it's based off a short story that Stephen King wrote. But it was a pretty, you know, solid film.
0: A lot of Forrest Gump.
1: Unpopular opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: And honestly, I… So when like that whole like Forrest Gump, you know, winning all the awards and stuff. Yeah. Then I got to see it. I don't know. I can point out some imperfections in the film.
0: That don't serve it to be I don't. I wouldn't say movie. that it's a
1: perfect film. I think it's a good film.
0: 2001 Space Odyssey.
1: I don't know. Really? I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Man, Stanley Kubrick kind of let me down.
0: Like as a person, yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> or as as like, a person as if, yeah
1: see, I don't really like like to subscribe to like I like to uh separate the artist from the art, yeah, right but here's the thing um, so I was on a drive with my wife, and we were doing the top three greatest filmmakers of all time. Mm. My wife and I like just
0: well, she's literally an actor, so.
1: Yeah, but she, she admits that I like films more. <laughs> and she likes music more, I think. Maybe we should switch. But anyways, we're driving. She was driving. I don't know how to drive. So she was driving and I was sitting next to her. And we were going and trying to name like three greatest filmmakers of all time. And I name dropped Kubrick. Of course. Because he was always in my top three. We get home after the drive. We turn on the TV. And there's this show on um on like Korean networks called uh, Surprise. And it's like a show where they like do strange facts or things that you didn't know and they act it out. It's done horribly which which <laughs> makes it so endearing. Okay. The acting is just it's like it's like the director of that show… He just like goes with the first take no matter what. Like oh. they will totally <laughs> mess up the lines. Yeah, Like you won't even know what they're saying and it'll just go. It'll just go. But anyways… Um, we turn on the TV and… Oh my god. Like it's about Stanley Kubrick. So I'm like… Oh my god. I just mentioned Stanley Kubrick today. And they're talking about Stanley Kubrick today. And it was about how Kubrick abused the hell out of… Uh, like, like psychologically abused the hell out of his… Uh, Actors? Well, the the actress in um, The Shining.
0: Mm, yeah.
1: You know, did ho- like horrible mental games with her. To put her in, in that position. And, and then she eventually, you know, lost her mind. Like yeah. in reality. And I don't know. Like I can't say if this is true or not. But it this happened literally the day… I mentioned Kubrick in my top three. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Kubrick's not in my top three anymore.
0: Yeah. Which, you
1: know, I, I'm an artist and I believe that the art should be separated uh, from the artist because, you know, but should it? I don't know. It's a, it's a question that like people are always fighting about.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: Like, can we separate the two? Or should we separate the two? Um, I'd like to but sometimes it's just hard.
0: Yeah. I'm also just like… You know what? There's other great artists who didn't do that. Yeah. (laughs) That we can talk about and give attention to. Yeah. So there's a plethora.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yo. I would say um, Schindler's List.
0: Yeah. I definitely saw that on here too.
1: Okay. Schindler's List uh, is… You know, you, you can just see that it's a, it's a work of passion from the artist, you know? Um, another… Pr- Yo, I have a film that I'm going to just blurt out that's going to beat them all. If we're talking about perfect here… John Wick. Prove me wrong,
0: Re- internet. Wait, wait. Really?
1: What do you mean, really?
0: John Wick?
1: Have you seen John Wick One?
0: I haven't seen any John Wick.
1: You haven't seen anything then? You haven't seen any films. You haven't you don't know well, cinema. It's, it's
0: a relatively recent film, right? Doesn't matter? Twenty four. No, John
1: no. Wick could have come out yesterday or one thousand years ago, it would still be a perfect
0: film. So it's a guy John Wick who gets vengeance for the killing of the dog given to him by his recently deceased wife.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly what happens
0: john wick it's uh, so it's a vengeance film
1: dude i think it should have its own genre called john wick
0: john wick wick wick
1: no it's seriously the greatest film <laughs> john wick Flair. ever made
0: Re- really
1: by man I'm not kidding. I am not like being ironic.
0: No, I know people really loved it. I do remember like people talking about like what a great film it was. And how like they were disappointed it it didn't get as much attention.
1: I wouldn't care if everyone hated it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I would still be here saying John Wick.
0: John Wick.
1: Perfect film.
0: What's your favorite scene from that movie?
1: Every scene. Oh my gosh. Didn't I just say it's perfect? John Wick. Diane, can you… Name me some of the titles that people were discussing on Twitter though. Yeah. I mean give me something to uh, like disagree with here.
0: Well I saw one I quickly disagreed with. What? Interstellar.
1: Interstellar. You disagreed with that?
0: As a perfect movie. It could be a a good movie for people but it's not… Oh
1: wait wait. I'm thinking something else. Oh you're talking about the…
0: The Matthew McConaughey film.
1: Yeah, where they and where, where he Anne like
0: where, yeah, where he puts his hand through the
1: yeah, yeah, um,
0: fifth dimension or whatever. You know, that
1: film was hugely popular in Korea, I mean- mega popular. And, um, actually, when I was in uh, LA earlier this year, um, working on some music, we got home and two cuts was like, Let's watch a movie, and I was like, okay, and he's like, Let's watch Interstellar, and I was like, We saw that, like. A while back already. And he's like… I want to see it again for some reason. And we watched it. And um… You know… It, it was brought up on the Tableau podcast once. Because of Matt Damon. You know… Betraying everybody. Remember like… Eddie yeah. was telling us… Like some story about like… Waves <laughs> his on his honeymoon. honeymoon yeah. And I was like… Matt Damon. Uh, anyways… Yeah… I would not say that that's a perfect film. If we're going to talk about like… um. A perfect film from that director. uh, It would probably… I would side with like Memento. I was thinking Memento. Memento or um, uh, The Dark Knight.
0: Yeah. Those are his two like most iconic, no? Yeah.
1: Uh, I would even um, place uh, the dream one. What was the dream movie?
0: Inception? Yeah,
1: I would place Inception over
0: Oh, 100%. And I and I still have problems with Inception. I think Inception and Interstellar have the same problem for me. Why? Which is making people like
1: I love. How do I say Inception. this in a nice way? You say it with a nice voice.
0: Okay. So I think mm-hmm. that what it did a interesting job of is making people who want to feel smart Feel smart by making them feel dumb for not getting something that was never meant to be understood because huh. it actually doesn't make sense.
1: Okay, if I didn't understand <laughs> what you just said, does that make me dumb?
0: <laughs> no, it makes it um, apparently me a great movie.
1: Oh, <laughs> I see what you're kind of saying. I yeah. see what you're saying that it's convoluted for um, to be convoluted. Yes. Right. Okay. Well. I don't know i I didn't really feel that with inception. I just really liked the idea uh like of you know the
0: dreamscaping, whatever it's called, yeah,
1: like traveling within dreams. I thought that was really cool. Here's a new film coming out that i am I'm sure is gonna do exactly what you just said, what you had like a problem and with. the
0: way interstellar kind of basically yeah, did as I think well. it's
1: about alternate realities and one reality going backwards through time, yeah, and one reality like. Going forward, like our time and the two at war. I think that's what the film's gonna be about, judging from the trailer.
0: That's what Chris Renolan looks like. I forgot what he looks what,
1: like. What what's the name of the new film that he's dropping? I'm looking
0: it up right now. Um I don't see much oh, Tenant? Yeah, Tenant. Oh, okay. Tenant. So
1: I think that's what um the Not film David. is gonna be about. Okay, wait. My daughter is facetiming me like crazy. Let's just check out what she has to say. Like obviously it's something important. Yes. Um. (sighs) (laughs) Alright.
0: She's she's not answering or?
1: Okay. She must have found a solution from someone else.
0: (laughs) Oh is is it like… Does she call you if she has like a question question or a problem?
1: No she just calls me for like pretty much anything. Oh,
0: she didn't answer. Yeah,
1: and I'm like sometimes I'm uh, I'll be in a meeting and I'll be like how do I'm really sorry isn't important and she's she's like she's like she thinks and she's like it's not important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like that's chill this talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, thank God it's not important. Okay, what do you have to say?
0: <laughs> Your like legs are kicking in the air. <laughs> I'm like, it's not
1: important. I love talking about things that are not important. Um, what other uh perfect films?
0: I don't know. Because even the films I love, I can understand like issues people would have with it.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Those imperfections make it perfect. Yeah. It's like, it's like trying to describe a perfect song. Doesn't yeah. exist. Right? Yeah. And the reason why it doesn't exist is… Okay, since I'm a musician… like Okay, when I'm making a song, right? I'll make a song and… Let's say I come up with a, a melody that I know people are going to love. Because like I feel like it's objectively a very good melody. Right? And that usually will become the hook. Right? And because it's such a good melody. Let's say like it came out of me and I was like… Oh my god. This is a perfect, near perfect melody. Um, I will be tempted to use it as many times on the song as possible. Right? Which will make the song like 3-4 minutes. And maybe the hook comes out like 4-5 times. Right? But… Most often what I'll do is I'll actually not do that. Right? I'll try to limit it. Or I'll just not have the hook repeat at the end. uh, And I'll just go to something else. Right? And someone will be like, Hey dude, shouldn't you just repeat the hook at the end? Or have it come out like, you know, a couple times at the end? Because it's such a good melody. And may say that me going in a different direction at the end of the song… is is taking it in an imperfect direction, right, mm-hmm. or it could have been better if I just stuck to the formula and and but a lot of other people will be like, it would have been so good if you didn't stick to this formula because it feels kind of repetitive or redundant or like overused right and people are going to disagree right and but it's up to the artist to make that decision to to take that leap of faith uh, and uh and and willingly do something knowing that some people are going to be opposed to it right so you're deliberately doing something imper- imperfect but it it may actually be the thing that turned that song into something that's near perfect is what i you know th- that's what i was trying to say at the beginning yeah and um if if for example if a song came out or a film came out and literally of all people on earth agreed that it was great. Mm -hmm. In the exact same way. Would you like it? No. Right? (laughs) If you were the last person to see the film… But every single person in the world… Except you, Diane… Has seen the film and all agree that it's a great film… And they love it in the exact same way. I would not like it even… Before seeing it.
0: Well that's why I don't watch a lot of things when I feel like everyone's recommending it to me. Yeah. I I like weirdly… I mean it's ironic because we've obviously done it or you've done it on this podcast. But I don't like it when people recommend me things. Because it's too much like burden. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like… Oh damn. Like now I feel like I'm not going to like it. And I can't have that conversation with this person being like… Like did you like it?
1: Yeah that's what I go through during like awards season right yeah. like when like the media is telling me what i like what i need to have seen um or need to have read or whatever like when it's awards or or heard right i feel too much pressure to agree that it ruins the film experience for me it, like it just ruins the experience it's i like to go in cold you know, and then decide for myself whether or not I like it. So when there's like a consensus that everyone likes it or that it's it's a perfect work of art, I will deliberately wait. Wait and wait. And sometimes I'll just forget to watch it like altogether, like La La Land.
0: Oh my god, me that's literally oh my god, I don't know why I'm so excited. That's, I've never seen it. Me neither. Yeah, because like I based on what people are saying they liked about it, yeah. I was like, Well, I wouldn't like a movie for this so I'm not gonna watch it. At some point, at, at one <laughs> uh, point,
1: I told you I actually pretended that I had seen it yeah. so that people would stop telling me to see it. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Because everyone was raving about it, and at the time, like, and Mithra was one of them. Mithra was like totally, totally raving about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, and I, just, I just couldn't. Like, I was like, okay, well… if I don't love it as much as these people want me to. Like does that make me wrong or does that make them wrong? Like do I have to even think about this? Um, And I I was like, I'll just put it off. And I kept putting it off and I just forgot to see it. Yeah. One movie that I'll add to the perfect list though… Is by the director that made La La Land. Is Whiplash.
0: (gasps) Yeah!
1: And I like this film so much that I actually rented out the entire theater once. And I… Invited a bunch of people that um, I used to have a radio show and I invited a ton of people And they came and we watched it together because I really liked this film Um, and I wanted it to do well And at the time at first when I was when I was renting out the theater Um, it hadn't gotten big yet in korea and and um Eventually it did but um yeah, that film was was excellent. Yeah. I like films… Okay, so… Of course, you know, there are films like Godfather… That are like… You know, huge.
0: Like extraordinary circumstances. Yeah. And
1: like a huge time period. And like showing, you know, like a huge chunk of the world. Right? But a lot of the films that I have on my… Like top whatever lists um they work with very confined spaces or confined um situations, and that's what whiplash did really well right mm-hmm. like it it didn't go it didn't delve into like you know this kid's childhood and like it didn't delve into like the 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 professor's like early days or anything like that. it just stuck to this situation. And this this passion and this madness and the interaction between the two over a short period of time, right? it and also just stuck to that, and And that's what I loved about it. Mm. Um, it didn't try to do too much, and ironically, it, well, like, you know, like paradoxically, it just did more. Because it didn't try to do too much. Um, other films like that that I really liked. Um, I'm trying to think here. Uh, Wong Kar Wai's Chunking Express. I loved that when I was a kid. Um, I thought it showed Hong Kong like just just enough of Hong Kong uh, to 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 make. You know the film work. Mm-hmm. Um, what are their films?
0: I really… I, mean, s- I really liked… Um, this is weird but it's literally because I grew up watching The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And you know… Uh, shows like The Simpsons obviously reference a lot of things from entertainment and yeah. Hollywood or whatever. A lot of films. One of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons of all time is the… I forgot the name of the episode but it's the rear window parody. When Bart breaks his leg trying to dive into a summer pool. And he's confined to a wheelchair. And he thinks he sees Ned Flanders murder his wife.
1: Okay. And this is a parody of what?
0: Alfred Hitchcock's Rear Window. Oh. And I… And then so therefore… Because I was a kid and I found out listening to commentary… So you went
1: back and… I saw was it. like
0: I want to watch Rear Window and see like how much of the episode aligns with it. Uh-huh. And I, I remember really liking the movie. Uh-huh. Um… And watching… Trying to watch some Hitchcock things. But that was my favorite Hitchcock. Okay. Yeah.
1: One of the… M- my favorite Hitchcock films… Probably Psycho, right? Yeah. I mean… Some people will, would place that on their top… Like perfect film list. Probably. Um, another one uh, is… Do you know Rushmore? By… Um, Wes Anderson? Yes. I really like that film. And you see, sometimes it's enough that you like, you just really like the film to make it perfect for you. How about this?
0: What's the perfect bad film? Like, bad as in, you know, like would be mainstream conceived as like not quality, but you're just like, I freaking love it. Because I have, I I don't necessarily have a movie example, but I have a type of movie in my head that I like love. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's like, Unofficial, like poorly made documentaries.
1: You know, like comedy movies from like the early, like late nineties, early two thousands.
0: Like a lot of like Adam Sandler movies. Well, it,
1: you know, or Jim Carrey movies, oh, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. Um, even action films that were like kind of comic, comic action um, that did really well back then. Yeah. If you see them now, it's it's crazy, like. How bad some of these films were.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? But they somehow became huge. Like at the time. But if you watch it now… Like some of the stuff in there also… Like the content… You're just not okay with.
0: Austin Powers.
1: You know just seeing <laughs> it now. But um… Spaceballs. <laughs> uh, Well Spaceballs and Austin Powers… Was like deliberately trying to…
0: Campy and like… Yeah. yeah. Trying to
1: make campy films right? And that's why they were popular. Um, But like some of these films intended to be very serious. Mm. And like very well done. And it just didn't work out. And there's a lot of those films. um, Like late 90s, early 2000s. Examples? Um, True Lies.
0: True Lies.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger
0: Oh a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies
1: He's like like a hero in a film But he walks out into real life Yeah I think that's what
0: Oh yeah
1: Okay So this was on TV at some point James Cameron It was by James Cameron?
0: Oh it sure was
1: Okay (laughs) I saw this like it was on TV at some point And I saw it and I was like Oh my god how did this film like How did I like like this film like there's a lot going on here that's just is not that good, but here's the thing: it was, it, I, I I heard it's it generated like the most amount of box office like of the decade or something. Like I'm that. I'm looking
0: at it. Uh, it made in USD. It made three hundred and seventy-eight point nine million dollars.
1: Oh my gosh! Well, <laughs> on the on the topic of James Cameron. Terminator 2, I think, is Mm. uh, the perfect action sci-fi. I think it was just exceptionally done. Uh,
0: Was Terminator the one that was sold for a dollar or something? By the screenwriter? The script? Or James Cameron? Really? Because… Was it not you who told me this? The first Terminator, James Cameron wanted to direct it so bad… But the studio is like, no, we need a more famous director. Like, we'll buy the script from you. And he was like, I will literally sell the script as the writer for a dollar if, if you let me direct, me direct it. I, I
1: th- it I, might have been Tableau-1. Dash <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I thought you were glitching. <laughs> I'm Tableau-3. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cameron Terminator. Or was that Indiana Jones? No, no. It was Terminator.
1: Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Mm. I would say is a perfect film. Okay, For me. <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, like me. the whole father-son relationship.
0: Oh yeah. I'm correct. James Cameron sold rights to Terminator. The rights for
1: $1. And he got to direct. That made his career.
0: No. Yeah. But he literally says that's one of my biggest regrets <laughs> in life. Probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, well you know. He probably doesn't regret things too much. He, I mean. He's you know. He did Titanic. and
0: Yeah. That's true. Avatar. You
1: know, yeah. He's, I'm sure he's not. If he if he's regretting that or he has any regrets at all, he wouldn't be like planning Avatar fifteen. Yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> Jeez. Um,
1: Avatar was a horrible film for me.
0: I th- and that's a movie because everyone's talking about it. I refuse to watch. No, I, I, to to this day, I have not watched it.
1: Dude, I don't care if like I'm you know if some people are like hate me for this, but.
0: I think it's a common consensus now. In hindsight. Okay. Like I hated that movie. film.
1: Like everybody was like… Yo have you seen… It? Like by everybody I mean Mithra and Tukac. They're like… <laughs> Avatar, saw Avatar Avatar? And I'm like… I'm like no. And they're, they're like… Avatar. We have to go see Avatar. And I was like… Why? And he's like… It's so good. You gotta see Avatar. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm like… How do you know it's so good if you haven't seen it? And they're like they say it's so good it's, do- <laughs> like, it's like the biggest film right now so we went to go see it and right off the bat I was like oh my god I'm not gonna be able to enjoy this um, because first of all I thought you know too much of it was from like Princess Mononoke like just inspired by anime which is well, fine which is fine Matrix was the same way but um, I-, I-, I also felt like the CG wasn't ready like
0: even though that was like the whole point of why people y- thought it yeah. was so amazing the cg yeah, you know, the
1: whole like uncanny valley thing like I, I i just didn't feel like i i couldn't like identify really mm-hmm. um as these characters being real which uh which really got in the way of my viewing experience and also i, I just you know i just didn't like the film Okay? It's a bad movie. I, I, I didn't like it. And I don't understand how it's possible. Oh that's why… You know that SNL skit that um, Ryan Gosling did? About the Avatar logo? Have you yes. seen that? Oh Oh
0: Papyrus. Papyrus. Or okay. Yeah, that was Papyrus. like one of
1: the best SNL skits. That's a really good and, skit. And that's why I love that skit. Because yeah. I was like… Finally. Someone. <laughs> like someone <laughs> realizes that that logo… You know, it's looks kind of half-assed.
0: papyrus.
1: Yeah, it's papyrus.
0: It's like up there. It's meme like comic lo- songs. Yes, yes.
1: You it's know, songs. like um. Anyways, but it still did huge. So I guess anything James Cameron touches just turns into Avatar. That's
0: the deal he made when he sold his script, soul, his soul slash script for one dollar. Yeah, they were like, okay, you you lose on this. And you'll win for the rest of your life.
1: You're going to be making Avatar 14 30 years from now. 40 years from now. And he's like, what the
0: hell? Or yeah, it's like a devil's wish. Yeah. You know, it is always like a, you get what you want, quote unquote, but you're punished for it.
1: But Terminator 2, I, I would say, is like uh, his near perfect film. Yeah. Alien 2.
0: Mm.
1: Wait, that's not James Cameron. That's… Ridley Scott, right?
0: Oh yeah. It's Ridley Scott.
1: Okay. Um, Titanic. It, you know how much of a sensation it was, right?
0: Oh, my mom.
1: Okay. She okay.
0: loved her DiCaprio.
1: But a lot of people had problems with it. Well, with me. For having a problem with it. Yeah. Because um, I actually wrote on like the school. Like on the on the chalkboard. I was like, wasn't the the raft or the, the debris big enough yeah for the two of them yeah right yeah and i wrote that and someone and then someone was like dummy the weight of two people would have like sunk it he was he was sacrificing so she could stay so rose could stay on it and i was like then why didn't they take turns
0: or like grab another piece of debris nearby.
1: Or just take turns, right? Yeah. Because if if freezing to death was the problem… Wouldn't you just… Why, why not just take turns? And and the girl that said, dummy… Was like, you just don't get it.
0: <laughs> you're like, you're so not romantic… This is your high school girlfriend. You you're suck. You're so unromantic. You suck. <laughs> you're saying you wouldn't let me sit on the raft for 13 hours.
1: <laughs> My god… <laughs> <laughs> um, see, but that's what I'm saying, but some people probably think Titanic is perfect. If they love it, and that's great.
0: My right? Mother. If
1: if you love it and you think it's perfect, that's fine. But I'm just saying, um, I can find like multiple things that are not perfect with it. Uh like some of the over over the top acting. Um some of the over the top uh like because you had to show the uh, contrast between like the the wealthy and Leonardo DiCaprio, um, some of the stuff that they had in there to show that was a very cop out, cliched way to do it. Like the 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 simplest way to do it. Uh-huh. You know, there are so many subtle ways to show, um,
0: like wealth disparity. Yeah,
1: between because basically they were trying to show that DiCaprio is the only like non aristocrat that's on there, right? But but like. They turned him into a like a starving artist.
0: Yeah. You know just… He looked like he was newsies.
1: Yeah like all of these things that they did to um, show how… You know different Jack's character was. And also they… You know the starving artist who is rebellious. Uh, and like when he says something… It's like so offensive to everyone else there. Yeah. Because they're all like… You know they're all like proper. But but it was done in a in a so like in your face way, and also just a very the, the easiest way possible. And I don't like films that do that. I, I I want things to be subtle, like they are in real life. But regardless of all that, if you still love the film because you know it had a kick ass soundtrack and also it was just entertaining to watch, and also it's not like I didn't you know almost cry.
0: Yeah, uh, was it
1: despite all this, gentlemen? I, it's yeah. been an
0: honor playing with you, yeah. and you're like, oh, oh, that to yeah. me was way more heartbreaking than any okay, other. But even scene that in the scene, yeah. my
1: mind is telling me these guys are l- like James Cameron is literally pulling on our heartstrings,
0: yes. right?
1: By having the string quartet, yeah, literally like
0: soundtrack staccato, someone's death,
1: you know, pizzicato <laughs> on our st- heartstrings. <laughs> is he's literally doing this, right? Yeah. And uh, I know that that's happening in the Hollywood moment. But despite it, like, I almost cried. So if, you know, so it's okay for films to be imper- imperfect.
0: You know, I watched that movie not knowing what that movie was. Like, I didn't know what I was watching. It was the only English-speaking channel that was playing when I was at my cousin's house in Busan. When uh-huh. I was
1: like staying there for the summer. That
0: was the first time I saw Titanic. And I was like, I just wanna watch something English. And it was like the only thing playing. And I was like, I don't have no idea what this is.
1: On a tiny like TV.
0: Yeah, like it was this is like two thousand four or five. It's like nine or ten, two thousand four or five, not knowing at oh all. I've never heard of Titanic, had no idea what the story so was. So no about.
1: historical background.
0: Nothing. I knew nothing. So I was you're like, this j- was in Korea. Boy- Yeah.
1: Yeah. There is a… Like a restaurant in Busan. That's really popular. Um, And… One day I went there. And apparently I had been there like… When I was… Like years ago. I had been there. And you know how like… A lot of restaurants… Korean restaurants have like… The the autographs of Mm -hmm. celebrities that visited. Like on the wall.
0: Yeah. But no picture proof.
1: Well… Here's the thing. Uh so I sat down to eat and I, I was like, and someone's like, yo, you don't remember? We came here before. And I, I was like, We did? I don't remember. And then I look on the wall and I see um Mithra Jin. Like, so what they had done is they they put up all the autograph pieces of like A4 paper and then they have the name of the the person that signed it. Yeah. Because you can't readily tell. Yeah. Right. So they have Misra, and then it's signed by Mithra. It's like, thank you for the food. And then next to it, they have, it says Tukat, and it has Tukat's autograph with like a message. And then it says, and I'm like, oh, wait, I have been here. And then I look, and it's Tableau.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: It says Tableau. Yeah. I look at the autograph, and you know what it says on the piece of paper, the actual paper? <laughs> it's literally signed Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Apparently, for some reason, I had signed… What? Instead of my name, I had signed Leonardo DiCaprio in cursive. And it says, Jack's back. As the message.
0: <laughs> were you drunk?
1: So this restaurant <laughs> is a popular spot for like… When you have a hangover. Because it's like… Uh, the kooby is really good.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so apparently, I, I, was, I was pretty drunk. <laughs> Um they asked me to like <laughs> autograph this and uh and I signed it Leonardo DiCaprio and I wrote Jack's back with ex- exclamation marks um as the message and I'm like looking at it <laughs> and the funniest thing though is right under it they wrote tabulo <laughs> so <laughs> be,
0: it's just this man he yeah, was just messing around it's like yeah this this guy wrote
1: Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> but it's Tableau, right? And people can see that Tableau did not <laughs> sign this properly, right? <laughs> and it's next to Mithra and Cuts, which is like the most hilarious thing. And I, I was like, oh my god, I must have been drunk and I must have had Titanic on my mind for some reason. Yeah. Maybe I was like talking about it, the film with my friends or something. I don't know. But I thought it was just a funny… It's still there. And it's a really popular restaurant, and my autograph is like smack in the middle of all the autographs. You can't really can't avoid it. Um My
0: favorite though would have been. It would have been so much funnier if like they were the type like in um, like Korean t- Korean town restaurants in L.A. They always have photos.
1: Oh yo, another one. Okay, you just well, reminded me. Uh, do you want to finish your story? Well, sofa? I was just
0: saying it would be funnier if like. Like, you know, if it was a camera shot, you know, like the perfect timing for a camera would have been to look at that autograph. And then slowly pan to the photo from that moment. (laughs) And It's just you just like leaning on the store owner.
1: Yo, we went to a restaurant in LA. Okay? A Korean restaurant. And apparently we had been there.
0: (laughs) Got (laughs) Okay?
1: So, um, there were autographs on on the wall. And it says, Tableau. And it has my normal autograph. Bisrah, it says Bisra, they put, pasted it, and then it has Mithras autograph. And then it has two autograph right next to us, right? But you know what it said for the name? T J. <laughs> Cause
0: <laughs> They didn't know.
1: I think they were like <laughs> So They got all our autographs. So they're like the 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 boss guys. Like, yeah. You're gonna do well. Uh Tabl Table Tableau's right here. And they're like yeah. Uh, Misra, this Mis- is, is right here. Yeah. yeah. are like, like ah, <laughs> uh, <"D- DJ." laughs> And they just wrote DJ. DJ Man,
0: these Kyopos, these out of touch code. And bows. Tukas
1: was like Tuka saw it and he's like, story of my life. <laughs> story of my it's life. It's like DJ you know, that's why he just goes by two cut now instead of DJ ah. Tukut. cut because he's like, maybe this is just Bad too branding. complicated for people. Anyways… Uh, so we talked about some perfect films. But here, here's the thing. It's like trying to have a perfect life. Okay? You can't. And um, the reason why we all get like totally devastated… Um, by all the imperfect moments in life… Is because sometimes… Sometimes it's because uh we, we we subscribe to this idea that things can be perfect right and because we do when even with little imperfections or little bumps we're like oh my god my life is my life could be perfect my life is supposed to be perfect so this is you know this is this this sucks when when it's for me um i've always Thought that life was supposed to be totally imperfect and chaotic. So uh, I actually relish like the moments of near perfection. Like you know near perfect happiness. Mm-hmm. When I have it. Because I'm like this is rare.
0: Yes. But
1: I've seen so many people um, just not not being able to deal with like even little bad things that happen. because Because they really do subscribe to this idea that… A perfect life is possible. Yeah. Right? And um, I'm just letting you know, like if you're not aware by now, <laughs> life is not perfect. The world is not perfect and it does not function the way we we want it to. And if it did, it would it would be kind of scary. So um just just remember that. It's just like the idea of a perfect film. It's just not possible. Okay, so let's like relish the imp- imperfections and let's just deal with them.
0: Yeah.
1: Is, is what I'm is the is the thesis. This
0: ja- episode's going to ja- be called
1: Jack's back. Jack's back. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.